So when we plan a trip, um, I typically will check how much the cash rate is for the military discount just to see. And that's kind of how I calculate whether or not I should use points. Because if it's a better deal to just pay cash than what value I could get using my points, then I will pay cash. But typically when we do big trips, like uh, we flew business class to France last year, we use points for that. Hey there, points people. You just heard a clip from Crystal from Military Family Perks. Crystal is a military wife and mom of three. Her husband joined the Navy in 2008, and she's been finding ways to save money using military deals and discounts since then. In this episode, Crystal and I discuss perks for service members, including waived credit card fees, getting access to TSA PreCheck for free, and discounts on flights. Crystal also discusses getting discounted stays at Hyatt Hotels, and you can earn extra points on your spending at Hyatt Hotels with the World of Hyatt credit card, whether or not you're in the military. Remember, if you decide to apply for the World of Hyatt credit card or any other card, never apply directly through Google. Always use a friend or creator's referral link. If you're interested in supporting this show when you apply for your next card, check out geobreezetravel.com slash cards. And if you're not sure what card is right for you, I offer free credit card consultations at geobreezetravel.com slash consultations. And we have links to the World of Hyatt credit card and the free consultation form for you in the show notes as well. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast, a show for anyone wanting to level up their travel hacking lifestyle. I'm your host, Julia Menez. I'm a travel hacker, coach, speaker, Filipina-American ENTJ who loves solid travel gear and using shortcuts on spreadsheets. On this show, I'm on a mission to bring you travel hackers from all walks of life to help you level up your travel hacking game. We dive into credit cards, miles, points, strategy, mindset, and the secrets behind how to travel the world for next to no cost. So let's get hacking. Hey, Crystal. Welcome to the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. Thank you so much, Julia. It's an honor to be here. I am so excited to have you here and to talk about military family perks, which, of course, is your area of expertise. And I am excited to dive into all the different ways that active duty members and veterans and their families can save on travel, because there are a lot of ways that people might not realize that they can get discounted travel with theme parks, flights, hotels, and all sorts of things. Before we jump into all of that, tell us a little bit about you and how did you get into the game of points and miles and what's your background? Okay, um, my name's Crystal. I'm from Military Family Perks and um, I'm a Navy wife and a mother to three kids. Um, so we're a family of five and I started my journey deep diving into it at least um, in 2021 when I was researching ways to fly my family to Florida for a big birthday trip for my oldest daughter. We were going to do Disney World and a cruise. Um, and I came across the points guy and a bunch of other blogs and your podcast. So um, when I discovered that uh, annual fees were waived for premium travel cards for active duty members and their spouses, I kind of just dove in really fast. <laughs> It's only active duty and spouses, right? It's not veterans. It's not like live-in boyfriends or girlfriends. It's not extended family like parents or anything else like that. Just active duty and spouses, right? Yeah, it's just active duty and their spouses because they're part of the uh, Military Lending Act database. And so um, our information's in there that these banks will cross-check to see if you're part of that. If somebody listening to this is like, wait, I've been paying $695 for the MX Platinum. How do I get that waived? What does somebody have to do in order to get that be waived or reimbursed or something else? 
So usually, um, if you've been on active duty at the time that you applied for the card, banks like Chase and American Express automatically cross-check that database. So you'll never see an annual fee on personal cards. On business cards, yes, you will still see a fee. So it's only valid on personal cards. Um, if you do get hit with a fee, but you are in their system, then I think you can just send them a message and they'll ask you to send a copy of your sponsor's um, active duty status and the proper paperwork, and then you should be good to go. Perfect. So that would apply for people who maybe apply for the card and then join the service later on. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I think so. Because they wouldn't be in the database at the time that they applied. Correct. And they're cross-checking this each year, right? So if somebody is in the military and then they later retire, the annual fee will show up the next time around. I assume so. Um, since we're still in active duty status, I haven't um, experienced that yet. But I do know that every few years, we do get a letter from Chase or Amex saying that, oh, your benefits have been um, uh, renewed. So I don't know if they check it every year. It might at least be every few years. Maybe you could get lucky if you, you know, got out, didn't say anything to them and just wait for the annual fee to post. So which cards do you currently have that have high fees where you're like, yeah, we don't pay any of those. We have them all the way through Military <laughs> Lending Act. Um, we have the Amex Platinum. We have the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Um, we have the Hyatt cards. Uh, that's all we have now. Oh, the Southwest card, mainly because we were trying to stay under 524. Um, but since it's for both of us, um, you know, we each get the same credit, not as an authorized user. So like my husband will have a card and I'll have a card. Like he has his own Sapphire reserve. I have my own Sapphire reserve. The 550 is way for both of us. We both get that $300 travel credit and all the benefits that come with it. Same with the platinum. That's amazing. Yeah, it's oh. awesome. So right off the bat, saving thousands of dollars in annual fees and getting to take advantage of all of those credit card benefits. What yeah. else can people get with military perks? Um, so if you're an active duty member, you can get free TSA pre-check without having to go through the enrollment process. Um, usually you have to enroll online and you go to a center and they interview you and fingerprint you and do all that. But um, if you're active duty, you're already kind of in that system. So all you have to do when you are booking your ticket is give them your DOD ID number, and then it'll automatically go into the system and you'll be, be able to go through the pre-check line without issue. However, if you are a spouse of an active duty member, you do have to go through the typical um, procedure of going and interviewing and all that. And then you can just use some of the cards like the Platinum or the Reserve um, that have that benefit and just pay with that card too. When an active duty person is taking advantage of this perk, when do they take advantage of it? Is it you apply for TSA pre-check and give this ID? Is it every time they're asking for your TSA number, you instead give your DOD number? How does that logistically work? Yeah, it's every time that you give the, um, the known travel ID number, the TSA number, you just enter your DOD ID number. Instead, okay, yeah. perfect. And this is, once again, only for active duty, not veteran. Correct. It doesn't work for veterans or okay. retired. All right. Um, so you get your credit card annual fees waived. You get your TSA. Um, does this work for clear or anything else? Um, clear, there is a military discount. I think it's like $100 instead of the $149 or whatever it is. 
Um, and then you can also use the benefit on the Amex Platinum or any of the other cards that come with it to pay for it. So essentially it's free. Does this work for a global entry as well as TSA pre? You have to, for a global entry, you have to go through the global entry process. It only works for TSA pre-check, yeah. So usually you can get your checked bags for free. You, if you're flying with like a domestic airline, they tend to be very um, supportive of service members. Usually you just ask them at the check-in counter if they waive uh, the checked bag fees for active duty military. Sometimes they'll ask you for paperwork or orders. Um, we typically present our leave paperwork that they ask. We don't get asked very often. I don't think people usually lie about being in the military. Um, so most often you encounter a nice ticket agent who will just waive that fee for you. Um, is, there a, oh, sorry. is there a limit for how many bags you can check? Does anybody just say like, we're moving across the country, here's 16 bags for our family? Um, when you're actually moving and you're on actual orders and not just going on vacation, there is a limit, but I think it's pretty high. Like it's like, I don't know, five or six bags and their weight limit is much higher since you're traveling on official orders. Um, so they're really, really lenient with that. Usually you won't have to pay anything for actually moving. What if you're not actually moving and you're just a very, very heavy traveler? Um, I think it's usually like what the elite members get, maybe like two checked bags or something per passenger. So it should be enough because um, you probably shouldn't be traveling with so much stuff since you have to lug it around everywhere. But um, yeah, so the checked bag really hasn't ever been an issue. Do you get upgrades or lounge access or anything else at the airport? Um, same with the domestic airlines. You usually do get lounge access for free if you're flying on the airline. Um, Technically, I don't think they're supposed to. The website says that they're very supportive of service members. Come and show your ID and your boarding pass and they'll let you in for free. But my husband has typically gotten in for free when he's traveled alone. Um, this last time when he flew out on United, they asked him to pay $30 and he said, no, thank you. So um, it's just kind of your mileage may vary kind of thing. You know, it depends on who you get. What about USO lounges? Like, what are those? And what are the rules surrounding those for active duty veteran families? Anybody else in the, the sphere of military perks? So the USO lounges um, are definitely available for active duty members and their dependents. I have to double check for veterans and retired. I think they can also use it as long as you present your ID. They're completely volunteer-based um, lounge, so the people there are just there out of the kindness of their heart. Um, usually, they're landside, so sometimes you have to go to them before you go through security. So just keep in mind if you the security line is long, that you may have to take that into consideration. They don't have full meals like you know the Centurion lounges do or anything, but they do have plenty of snacks and drinks and all that kind of stuff. But once again, like if you're going to be grabbing drinks, make sure you keep that in mind if you're going through security. Are there discounts or anything when you're booking your flights where it'll just be like, hey, here's 10% off, some percent off if you are just flying standardly with a cash ticket for either standard tickets or upgrades? Yeah, all the um, domestic airlines offer military fares. Um, when I researched it in the past and tried to use it, the fare is actually good because it's a fully refundable fare in case, you know, you get orders or something changes and you're not able to go on your trip. Um, so that's really convenient. However, the price is not always better. Sometimes the fare is actually more expensive than their saver fare or even their main cabin type fare. 
Um, so it always helps to just double check and call the airline and just compare the prices. If there is a discount, approximately what kind of discount are you looking at? Um, it depends on the airline. I think airlines like United, it's like 5% or something. I'm not even 100% sure. I have to double check that. But honestly, most often when I've checked, they've been more expensive than whatever the fare was um, just on the website. So it might be good for like a last minute type flight um, to just double check that, but it's not always even a discount. Yeah, that makes sense. How about the actual flight experience or upgrades or anything else like that status that's easier to fast track with military? Are there any of those kinds of benefits? Um, definitely upgrades. It doesn't hurt to ask. Um, it is probably better to ask at the of the agent at the gate. You can also ask at the ticket counter. It doesn't hurt either um, to see what seats are available. I have heard from people who have actually traveled internationally on uh, like British Airways. They have been upgraded to uh, business class, premium economy completely for free um, just because there were seats available and the agent was willing to do that for them. Um, so lesson here is just, you know, it never hurts to ask. Was it just for them or was it also like for a family of four? Because that would be very difficult a lot of uh, times to find four seats. Yeah, it was actually the service member got the business class seat and then um, the, the wife and child got the premium economy seats. Okay, that's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. Anything else for flights? Um, yeah, so there's actually a program called Space A. Um, basically, you can take a it's like a military flight that the military is running like they're running missions and you can basically hop on that flight if there is room on the plane and so like for example there's um flights from seattle that go to japan like three or four times a week and it's called what's uh it's called the patriot express and basically it's a commercial aircraft that can hold Usually there's about, I think, 100 or 100 so seats available. You kind of just email them beforehand that you have your leave paperwork all ready to go. You show up at the terminal. If there are seats available and they can take you, you hop on the plane and you go to wherever they're going for free. Um, typically, you join their Facebook groups and they kind of post at least, I think, 72 hours before kind of their flight plans. So you can see how many tentative seats there are. The mission can always change, so always keep that in mind. Um, but it's a really easy way to fly internationally and for very, very little. Usually the international flights, I think, have like a very small fee. It's like $35 or something. But some of them are absolutely uh, free. Sometimes they're on um, commercial aircrafts. Other times they're on cargo aircrafts like C-17s. Um, it kind of really just depends on the mission that the military is running, but it definitely is an option. I'm actually, um, there's one from San Diego that flies over to Hawaii, um, on and off. So I'm going to keep my eye on that and I'm actually going to try and hop on that to see how it goes. So the family can jump on this as well. It's not just the active duty person. Correct. But they have to have the sponsor there with them. So there's like different categories. And like the first category, I think is like, if it's the active duty member and it's an emergency or something, there's different categories. Basically, if you're an active duty person just going for like leisure on leave, you're category three and it goes all the way down to retired. 
who is category six. And so they go basically in the time, they choose you based on the order that you contacted them. So whoever contacted them first gets priority in addition to the category that you are to get the seat. And if not, you have to wait around either a couple of days or take you know a commercial flight or pay out of your own pocket or use points for a flight if you really need to get somewhere. So you're not allowed to take this without your husband there? Correct. I think I can take it if he's deployed and has been deployed for a certain amount of time and there's certain paperwork that comes with it, but it um, gets a little more complicated, I think. Are these well known for everybody who's in the military or the is somebody from the military probably listening to this and being like, wait, what? I can go to Hawaii for free? Um, I think some people know and some people don't. I didn't know about them for a while. Like, I think my husband had told me once and I was like, yeah, okay. But it just didn't sound fun, you know, and just waiting around a terminal and you never know like what their schedule is and their schedule can change. And especially with kids, it's a little bit harder when, you know, like if you're waiting in a terminal for like three days, it's not very fun. Um, but I think, I don't know, maybe 50%. Three days? Yeah, because the schedule changes. Um, they may scrap the mission and then have to wait you know, three more days before they actually fly it for whatever reason. Um, so it's, you just have to really, really be flexible if you're going to do it. How do you normally approach this? Do you just have a lot of hotel nights banked up where you're staying at an airport category one hotel, or how do you approach this type of um, flight scenario? Since it sounds like a really great deal, but like you mentioned, you have to be super flexible with it. Yeah, um, I think, if it was me and I was trying to fly, let's say go from Seattle to Japan, that flight route is pretty consistent. So what I would do is I would fly up there. Um, I would get a few hotel nights. You could use points if you like. There's on-base um, lodging. That's usually pretty affordable, I think, to just wait it out there and then, you know, go check in the day of to see if there's anything. It helps now that there's, you know, uh, Facebook groups and stuff like that, that they can actually post the schedule. It's a little easier to see. You can actually call them and talk to them. So that helps. But um, I would definitely have hotel nights booked if you are thinking about doing that. Most of the time you have to pay a fee if you cancel those for regular people. Is there any kind of leniency on that? because of this situation with military or do you still just have to pay the cancellation fee if you get a hotel just in case and then you're like eh, we got our flight um i think you kind of just have to pay the fee but you could always ask yeah. um you know i've forgotten to cancel a hotel room before and all i did was just call and ask and explain the situation and usually they're pretty understanding and they're willing to help you out so you can usually get it reversed but no guarantees <laughs> You could also just do the thing where you move it to a really far out date because they don't charge you the fee if you reschedule. So then you just move it to right. three months out, wait a week, cancel it then, and then you don't have to pay the fee. Yeah, that's a good one. So speaking of hotels, um, should we move on to hotel parks or is there anything else when it comes to flights? Um, I think that's all for flying. So we could probably move to a hotel. Yeah. What are the hotel discounts and perks and other things that military members would have access to? I mean, all of the major chains have military rates. They have just like they have a triple A rate. They have a government or military rate. Um, 
Hyatt is one of our favorite hotel chains. Um, but the we've been able to get the military rate in Hawaii, like at the higher Regency, it was like 200 and something last year when we went. And before that, um, when my aunt was going, it was like four or $500 a night. So it helps to be able to just check it. It doesn't hurt. It's literally just like a little click. Um, and then there's also the, uh, I think it's called the vacation club. So like, for instance, in Hawaii, there's a hotel called the Halakoa, which is a military only hotel. Um, and the pricing is based off your rank. So a lower enlisted person would pay maybe like $100 or $120 a night for an ocean view room, whereas someone who is a little higher ranking would pay like $230 a night. But it's still very reasonable compared to all the other hotels out there. I know that they have one in Hawaii. They have one in um, Korea and I think Germany and a few other places where it's just like a military only hotel. And that I think retired can also um, take advantage of those benefits as well. It doesn't have to be active duty. That's cool that the lower ranking would have a deeper discount since obviously they're paid a lot less. Yes, yes. It, it's really nice that they do it on the sliding scale like that. When you are staying at a hotel using military discounts, are there ever promos where those rates are excluded? Like if you're trying to go for a Marriott 2X night promo or like a Hyatt mattress run to fast track globalist or something like that, or just get a whole bunch of elite nights or bonus points or something. Do these military rates usually qualify or are they disqualified from those? Uh, we've never had an experience where they did not qualify. Um, Typically, when my husband has to go out to do some type of training or like a TDY or a TAD, and he has to go through their travel system to book the hotel, I know typically, like with Hyatt, you um, have to book direct with them. What are those acronyms that you just said? Oh, um, I don't even know what they stand for. <laughs> I just know that they're like ones they go in when they go to short trainings away from home. Oh, oh, so when they go through the, the booking system, typically for hotels like Hyatt, to get to receive a qualifying night, you have to book directly with Hyatt. However, if you book through the defense travel system, it still will count as a qualifying night. And the spend, if you put it on your card, it will count. Um, traveling when you're doing trainings and that kind of stuff, they typically have to use their government travel card so that the payment gets reimbursed correctly. Um, so we usually use that and to sacrifice the points on our own personal credit card, but you do receive, you know, the five points per uh, dollar for like a Hyatt stay. You'll still receive that as long as you're the one paying and your name is the one on the government travel card. It should be fine. If you're looking to earn more points and miles, there are usually two main ways to get there. The first one is with credit card signup bonuses, where you can easily earn tens of thousands of points by putting your expenses on a new credit card. If you're in the market for a new credit card, we offer free credit card consultations and provide you with personalized recommendations based on your particular travel goals, budget, and lifestyle at geobreezetravel.com consultations. But there are also a ton of ways to earn points outside of opening more cards. And we have some of my favorite methods like stacking, finding hidden bonus offers, and finding reimbursable spending strategies outlined in my free webinar called You Do Not Need 20 Cards. Check out the free webinar on geobreezetravel.com webinar. And we have links to both the free consultation form and the free webinar for you in the show notes. And now back to the show. It's a completely foreign language to me as points and miles is to a lot of people. So the sponsor, person who's 
in the military, do they have to be there when you are booking these days or can you and the kids stay somewhere without your husband and still take advantage of these deals? Um, at the place like the Armed Vacations Club um, or like a Hyatt with like a military rate, the spouses also qualify as long as you have your ID. They typically just check your ID upon check-in. Um, so we've never had an issue with that. Cool. Any other discounts for hotels that you want to point out? Okay, so for Vegas, um, same, they also offer military government rates. So always check that. But when you're visiting Vegas, I know status is a big thing in the points and miles world. MGM will give active duty members a pearl status, which you know is not that great, but Caesars will give you platinum status, which will at least get you two free nights in the Bahamas and all the other benefits that um, come with that status. So that's a little, you know, hack for you. And it's two for the active duty person and two for the spouse, right? So you could each sign up for this and get four nights in the Bahamas and just put your nights together. Does that still work? Yeah, I think that still works. Um, I think the two nights is actually when it's kind of peak time because I think the way Caesars works is it's like a few months where you can get two, but otherwise you can get five. And I think... Um, you could combine them just, you know, five rooms or five nights with under one person's name and then the other five under the other person's name. Ten nights at the Atlantis Bahamas and you just have to pay taxes and fees, right? Which is about $60 per night. Right. We haven't done that yet, but we will, I think, in the future. You could status match once you have Caesars Platinum to a whole bunch of other places, too, to get free cruises and just do other status matches, too. Do you guys do any of those? Um, well, we haven't done it with the Caesars, but we've done it with the MGM because my husband's gold because he's a globalist. So we have done that. We're still waiting for our balcony cruise offers um, to come through, but it's uh, it's a really good deal either way because you get something for free for really just showing your ID card. Yeah, you get your um, Caesars Platinum or MGM Gold, and then you can match that to, I've heard people getting free cruises with Carnival with Holland America, I've been able to do that with MSC cruises. And granted, there are still sometimes taxes and fees that are involved. But if you get a stateroom and you only have to pay $60 per night for a couple people to go on a cruise, that is not a bad deal at all. Yes. And I think it's Margaritaville or one of those smaller cruise lines that offers uh, free cruises for military. I think it's like a two or three night cruise. Um, so that's something to look into as well. Um, the bigger cruise lines also offer military discounts. So always check into that when you're checking a book or cruise. That smaller cruise line, Margaritaville, they offer those just whenever you want or one per year or once per lifetime, or how does that work? I have to look into the details. I know it just kind of came out this year that they were doing that, and I'm assuming it's at least once per year. I don't know if it's once per lifetime, but I think you're probably limited to at least a year. I don't think they're going to let you cruise all year long. That would be great. Yeah, that would be amazing. I had never heard of that one. That's super cool. So we've covered lounges and TSA pre and all of that. We've covered airlines, hotels, cruises. We are we are sailing right on through all of these. Uh, we talked about credit card fees being waived. Anything else that military members and their families should keep in mind for discounts? Uh, sure. So for car rental companies, um, when you're renting a car, be sure to, one, check for the military rate. 
Um, Hertz is a really good one. They have the rental code for the discount, which is 157299. Um, you can use that code and it'll not only discount like electric vehicles. I know they have Teslas and stuff. Um, but they can, you can get a regular large sedan for a family of five for like $40 a day. And then you can also use your president circle status that you got from your Amex Platinum that you got for free and then upgrade to a nicer car when you go to pick up the car. So that's like a little trick where you could basically pay $40 for a nice car. <laughs> and so you just type that code in when you're booking on Hertz and then you show your military ID once you up the car and all is set to go. And I assume that if anybody listening to this podcast types in that code and shows up with not a military ID, you do not get that discount. Don't try to do that. Yeah. yeah, don't don't try to do that because they will check your ID. Yeah. All right. So this is just a Hertz thing, right? Not for other rental cars. Other rental cars offer a military discount. Uh, after doing some research, it doesn't seem like the other ones offer as steep of a discount. So we tend to book with Hertz just because the discount is better and we have the president circle. So it's overall a good combination. Yeah, that makes sense. And you get president circle with either Amex Platinum or Venture X these days. And of course, those fees are waived for military family. Uh, the Capital One actually does not waive the annual fee for military. Wait, what? Why? Uh, I don't know. Um, so the waiving of the annual fees is all from the Military Lending Act, but it doesn't really require them to waive the annual fee. I think Chase and Amex and City kind of just go a little bit above and beyond and offer that benefit of waiving the annual fees. But Capital One will only waive the fee if you had the card uh prior to your service i think like before any of this any of the mla and the scra came into place so before i think it was like 2015 or something what is the scra um it's a service uh, the service member civil relief act and that was kind of put into place so that there wouldn't be uh predatory uh practices against military members like the SCRA is basically for all accounts you opened before your military service began, and then the Military Lending Act applies to accounts that are open during your service. What kind of predatory lending where people are like, like what was going on? Well, I think it was they started limiting um, the interest rates that were being charged and that kind of stuff because if they were deployed or they forgot, like, I don't know if they maybe forgot that they had a balance or something, you know, and then things would kind of just escalate. Um, so they just did it to like protect military members, basically. That makes sense. What else is involved in MLA other than, excuse my ignorance, because I clearly don't know anything about these perks. I thought it was just to waive credit card annual fees this whole time. Apparently there's a lot more to it than that. What else does it cover? Um, I think it basically covers the uh it caps the interest rate that you could be charged um the waived annual fees obviously is a little bit extra it waives the annual fees and well chase and amex and city and authorized user fees as well because i know that a lot of the premium cards come with that um but i think that's mostly it i have to look in a little bit more to like the other details of it but that's the majority i think cool 
So do you guys get discounts on excursions as well when you are on vacation? We talk a little bit about cruises, but what about if you wanted to do theme parks or other tour companies, or we talked about rental cars already, just anything else that your family would want to do on vacation? Is there a lot of opportunity for discounts for those? There is. Um, every base usually has like a ITT office or an MWR office that sells tickets to what are those acronyms? I don't even know what they stand for. <laughs> Moral well, I don't even know what they stand for. <laughs> what are they? They're basically ticket offices um, where they sell discounted tickets. Uh, they offer like Disney tickets, Universal Studios tickets, movie tickets. Um, they also offer zoo tickets, all kinds of things, like all kinds of those excursions that you mentioned. And they're kind of specific to the area that you're in plus Disney, because Disney's kind of all over the US, um, well, here in Florida. But um, like, if you were to visit the base in Hawaii, they have like luau discount tickets and um, a lot of those extra whale watching, all that kind of stuff over there in Hawaii, whereas you can't get that over here or somewhere in Texas. So it's kind of location specific, but you can all, you can visit any base, whether or not you're stationed there. So that's an advantage to check your local base for discounted tickets. And sometimes you can even call them and they'll like email you the ticket, e-ticket, they'll just confirm whatever they need to confirm with you. And then you can just buy it over the phone and then they'll send you the e-ticket like for a luau or something. I've done that before. And this works with Disney abroad, right? So for Disney abroad um, in Paris, we had to, buy the tickets online. We didn't buy them through the base. We bought them online and they verified our I, I like our military status when we arrived. And the tickets for Disney Paris are about 50% off. So they're a really, really good deal. That is a really good deal. And Disney Paris is already much, much cheaper than Disney World or Disneyland America. I've told people sometimes if you want to go to Disney, it is cheaper to just pack your flights, do your flights on points, and then do a Disney trip in Paris rather than trying to do it on points in the U.S. because you're going to get like 1 or 1.25 cents per point if you're trying to use Capital One points or built points to offset your park tickets, whereas Air France partners with everybody. You can just get a flight to France and then do Disney there, and it's it's much cheaper. Like, how much are Disney tickets in France? Uh... I have to check. I don't remember what they were. I think they were like a hundred something, maybe. I have to check. I don't remember. Um, okay. But for Disney here in America, Disneyland and Disney World, they both offer a uh, armed forces like salute ticket where the sponsor can be either the active duty member or the spouse can buy typically up to about six tickets at a significantly discounted rate. So right now for Disneyland, let's say they have a four-day ticket that is about, I think, $277 for four days. The only blackout dates are like Easter week, like spring break, and the last two weeks of the year. But the nice thing about it is you're not limited to the two-week window that Disney requires for their multi-day tickets where you have to use all your days within two weeks. For the military one, you pretty much can visit the parks 
any time of year as long as it's not blacked out. So you can go once in February, another time in October, another time beginning of December, and it's totally fine. So you can really stretch it. Yeah, that is awesome. I know that another big expense for people, especially families, when they're traveling is food. Do you get a lot of, are there a lot of restaurant programs or chains that offer military discounts for dining? Um, I don't know if there's any big chains that offer military discounts for dining. I typically always ask at the restaurant where we check out if they offer a military discount. It tends to be that restaurants, bigger restaurants in uh, towns with a lot of military uh, will have discounts, um, but it never hurts to ask. What are some of your favorites? Um, there's a local one here called Bonchon Chicken. That's a Korean chicken place. Uh, they offer 10% off, I think, every Wednesday. So it's a great way to save some extra money. And for everybody who doesn't know, where are you based out of? We're based out of San Diego. I've had Bonchon. I forgot where I had it. I wasn't in San Diego. So it could have just been a different... It might have been was... Virginia or New York even. Um, they have, because they're more of a chain, I guess. Um, so good. I have had it in New York. That's where we had it. We did a lot of Uber Eats and Grubhub and using all of those different uh, perks that came with the Amex Gold. And we got a lot of wings from there. They're excellent. They're so good. Yeah. Any other ones that you particularly like? For food? For anything. Um, so another good one is the Epic Pass. Uh, the Epic Pass is really good for skiing. We took our first family ski trip this past winter. We used the Epic Pass. Uh, typically, the Epic Pass, the unlimited version that where the holidays are not blacked out, is about seven or eight hundred dollars for an adult. For the military, it was one hundred and fifty nine dollars. So that is a significant savings. That is amazing. That is quite a steep discount. Yes, it was great. So it was. Um, it's good for active duty members, active duty, all dependents, spouse, children. It's also good for retired um, and retired dependents. They get the same discount. It was around 150 something. Veterans um, get a discount, but it's not as significant. I think it might be like half or something, but it's not as steep. But it's great because you can use it year round. You can use it at all the resorts that it's valid for. I know we went to Beaver Creek. So that was a really fun trip. Um, and I think also the Icon Pass has a discount, but it's not as steep either. But I think it's about 800 instead of like 1,000, I want to say. So as you're planning trips, where are you using more so the discounts versus points and miles? And how does it kind of work into your family strategy? So when we plan a trip, um, I typically will check how much the cash rate is for the military discount just to see. And that's kind of how I calculate whether or not I should use points. Cause if it's a better deal to just pay cash than what value I could get using my points, then I will pay cash. But typically when we do big trips, like uh, we flew business class to France last year, we use points for that. Um, we use discounts, military discounts for the hotel and the Disney tickets, of course. Um, so we kind of have to look at both and just kind of compare and then decide if it was, if it's worth the redemption. How are you earning most of your points? I assume you don't have huge, huge expenses that you're putting on cards every year. 
Uh, I don't have huge, huge expenses. Um, we definitely are opening cards, so sign-up bonuses are key, especially with the waived annual fees. Um, often family or friends will ask us to buy Disney tickets for them or Big Bear tickets for them or, you know, tickets to a sporting event. And then I'm able to put that on my card. And so that helps a lot to help meet that minimum spend. Do you get discounts to sporting events? Yeah, sometimes um, the local teams will offer tickets to the base. Sometimes they're free. Sometimes they're just discounted. And so it kind of just depends on what you get. But yes, we do get discounts. Was it super sad for you guys when the Chargers moved? <laughs> it was really, really sad. My husband was a big, big Chargers fan. He still is, but he's still a little bit mad at them. But we still go to the games and watch the games and stuff. So. Yeah, I was like, what are the major sports teams in San Diego? Not the Chargers. <laughs> just just the Padres, really, is all that we really have left. And they did was, really well last season, so. I was like, do you guys have, like, a basketball team? Or do you have an MLS soccer team? We have a women's soccer team here, the Wave. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a lot going on in San Diego for sports anymore, unfortunately. It's sad. It's sad. But there's still a lot of Chargers fans here, I know. Yeah, for sure. Well, this was a super, super valuable episode, especially for anybody who has friends who are in the military and their families might not know about all of these cool discounts that they can get for anything travel related or entertainment related as well. If you had to sum up everything that you know about military family discounts, what would you say is your number one piece of advice for listeners today that we could fit onto an Instagram quote card? Always ask for a military discount, but make sure to take time to take trips together because, you know, time is really valuable and you want to make those memories together. I love that. Great advice. And speaking of great advice, do you give shout outs to some other people on the internet who listeners should go follow, especially if they wanted to learn more about military family ships? Yeah, so I would like to give a shout out to Lauren um, from Military Miles and Points. Uh, she's a great person to follow. She does a lot of the travel hacking for military. She um, is a big Marriott person, so she knows a lot more about Marriott than I do since I'm a big Hyatt person. And also Chelsea with Camouflage Perks. Uh, she's another uh, military wife that tries to take advantage of all the discounts that she can and um, travel with her family using points and miles, too. Perfect. And where can we find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Military Family Perks. And I'm also on TikTok, but not nearly as active. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Thank you again, Crystal, so much for joining us today on the podcast. This has been hugely valuable. I also really appreciate all the research they did. I don't know if people can tell on the YouTube video or anything, but she has like a packet of like, <laughs> I looked up all of these accounts. She came prepared. So I applaud you so much. Thank you for providing all of this value to our audience. Thank you so much for having me, Julia. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. If any of the cards mentioned in today's episode piqued your interest, please check out the links in the show notes for more information on any of the cards. Also, if you apply for a card using the links on that page, I may receive a commission too, so please and thank you. P.S. I hear the links work better in Internet Explorer or Safari, and sometimes the credit card applications tend to glitch out in Chrome. 
Additionally, it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and share it with a friend. And if you would like to make even more travel hacking friends, please sign up for the Patreon to access our monthly masterclass hangouts. We dive deep into a particular points program each month, and you'll get to ask all of your travel hacking questions and enjoy being around other people who enjoy points and miles just as much as you and I do. If you would like an invite to the next one, head over to geobreezetravel.com hangouts to sign up to be on the invite list. Take care and happy travels. Thank you.